Hey, what's up? Welcome to the AV Club podcast. I'm excited to be here with you. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we're just going to jump right into it. I wanted to start this one off with a couple of, of wins that I've experienced in my life since the last episode that I recorded. And if you're watching this, I'm going to be looking down and referring to my notes because uh, I take notes these days. I used to not. Now I do. Anyways, here we go. So God has been super faithful in my life and my wife's life and a lot of blessings have come recently since I last recorded. Business has been something that's been prevalent in my life. And so with that, we've been praying for work, you know, like obviously can't have a business without work or whatever. People come and knocking at your door wanting what you're selling. And so that's been amazing. It's officially to the point to where I'm like a full time entrepreneur. And a lot of people throw that word out there. And of course, it's not like I'm making millions or whatever, but it's what I am. I'm an entrepreneur and I've officially feel comfortable calling myself that now that I can sustain a full-time income based off of the blessings and the clients that I have. And so that's been a huge, obviously not only for us financially because I'm making money now instead of not, but it's been huge for my confidence because the hard work that I put in has been rewarded and blessed. And so that's been an, a major answered prayer for, for Taylor and I. And it's steady work. It's not just like one-offs that I used to get. Every month, I know I can pay the bills. And so it's just a different feeling knowing where I've started and where I, you know, quote unquote, where I started or where I tried to begin, which was me like sitting at my computer and sending out two emails a day to where now I understand what kind of work needs to be put in and there's still a lot more that I can put in and see the growth and the, the, the fruit from that labor. So that's been really, really awesome. Um, yeah, I'm not just a freelancer anymore. I'm officially a business owner and that's legit, you know, it's a huge blessing. Another blessing is just health. Like we've been healthy and we're always the, the couple that travels, we go travel to family, we travel to friends, we go, we're out and about, we try to do as, as much as we can within our means. <clears throat> and um, a lot of the time that comes with illness, that comes with, you know, sickness, soreness, a lot of that stuff. So it's a huge blessing that we haven't been getting sick. And I'll be honest here, knock on wood, I don't really get sick that often. It's, you know, my wife, but even her illnesses have been calm and steady, which has been great. Huge blessing. It's always good to be healthy, you know, and we never want to take that for granted. And so, yeah, we try not to. We do all we can. We take our vitamins. Well, I take my vitamins, Taylor. But that's been awesome, and it's something that I think we all take for granted a little too often, and it's not, it's not a guarantee that you're going to be healthy. So take advantage of it and – Make sure that you stay healthy. Do the things that you can, like eat right, work out, you know, get some sleep, whatever. So those are the positives. I mean, there's more specific ones, but those are the, the bigger general out ones that I wanted to just to explain. Because it kind of leads into the episode today. I don't have a title yet. I'll come up with a title, obviously, when you 
click on this episode to watch or listen. Um, but with, with all good things, sometimes I think we as humans create our own negatives that come out of them. And so, you know, God has blessed us with nothing but good stuff. And within that, I have figured out how to mess it up a little bit. And it's not like, you know, drastic, but it's just the little details that can slip to the side or be overlooked or whatever the case may be. And so now those are things that I'm struggling with. Whenever I wasn't as busy with work, I never really implemented strategies or organization of my time. And so now that I have less time, actually, whereas in the past it might have been just me saying that, wishing and hoping that I would have something booking my time, now I really have less time. And so being a good steward with that time has been something that has been really struggling that I have been really struggling with recently just because there's a lot. I get bored. I get real distracted. I get to, you know, everybody has like, according to this book I've been reading, Carrie Newhoff is everybody has their green zones where they're the most, their most prime hours of the day. Then you have your yellow zones where you're like not dead, not quite out of it, but you're not at your peak. And then you have your red zones where you're like, I'm, burnt can't do work anymore and I've been trying to really narrow those down for me so that I know when I'm like okay I need to be in the office from this time to this time doing this specific work that's a little bit more tedious and then during my yellow zones I can record a podcast I can you know answer emails I mean even emails would be like a red zone because that takes little brain power you just have to reply like you would a text so figuring that out has been a curveball for me and something that I should have established whenever I was less busy so that I knew. But I think these are the growing pains that comes with new territory, new business, new anything. And so we're working through it. Um, I really I really appreciate these pains, these annoyances, because it, I don't know, like a couple months ago I didn't have these. And I was wishing I did. And now I have them and I'm like, Super grateful for this time, this, these details that I can improve on. Um, and I'm looking forward to doing that. So it's not a burden. It's just something that has to be done. You know, it's cool. It's really cool. I really appreciate it. Um, another thing is that I haven't been so consistent's not the good word because I, I'm always consistent with my workouts. Like I'll, I'll get a run in or a lift in or both, probably four or five days out of the week, every week. I'm only missing one or two days. And that's really only if I have to, or only if I wanted to take a rest day. The issue now is that I'm getting kind of, my workouts are getting stale and they're not as good of a quality workout as I wish and hope they would be. And that's totally on my fault. It's lack of preparation and lack of um, like being a good steward with my time. If I tell myself I'm going to work out at 530, I'll catch myself working and then I'm like, oh, I'm actually in the groove right now. And then I'll work till 545, 550, and then I won't start lifting till 6, 610, 615. And by that time, Taylor's home. She's like, all right, are you cooking or am I cooking? I guess I'll cook because you're working out. Oh, okay. Now it's time for bed after we eat. It's like, so there's a fine line. And, and I think the consistency that comes with, with work is also the same consistency that comes with 
life. That balance has to be there and there has to be established boundaries or else the lines get blurred. And if you're super strict with work, there has to be that equal and opposite balance of being super strict with your life. And so I think for me, that means if I tell myself I'm going to run at 4.30, that means I'm logging off the computer at 4. I'm getting changed. I'm getting stretched. I'm running at 4.30. Like I have to be true to myself and I have to respect that I have time boundaries and I can't do everything all the time every day. And so that's been something that I've had to work on as well. Um, even comes time to like, like date nights, not like I'm skipping date nights, but I haven't had the capacity to think about date nights because I've been consumed with other stuff. And it's a funny cycle because if I would have just planned better and prepared better and executed better during the week, I wouldn't have had to stay late on Friday or Saturday in the off. I mean, I work from home, so I see how that's more annoying to Taylor, but it's um, something we're working on. It's cool. And she knows that it's a blessing to have this work. And so she's not, she understands that it's something that time will help and change and, and make better. So that's been really, really cool. <clears throat> I actually produced my first podcast for somebody else last week. That was sweet. They used my gear and my mics and stuff. Not this one. This is mine. Uh, but that was really fun. This is random. I don't know why I thought of it, but holding the mic different i don't normally hold it like this and it looks cool and so i will like i will do this more often maybe um also i'm like I'm, I'm listing these kind of negatives like these self-made negatives off because it's not all sunshine and roses as the saying goes sometimes there are or most of the times there's negatives that come with positives or there's an opposite reaction to the to positive reactions that you've you've received or got in your life. And so I think it's important to list these off, not only for accountability, but for the sake that I'm not coming off as, oh, my life's perfect and everything's great. And I feel like I've been pretty transparent about that my whole podcast career. Sometimes on social media it comes off a little worse. I mean, like, I've had people come up to me when I film, like, comedians or comedy stuff. They're like, dude, that's sick. How are you doing that? That looks like you're living the dream. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but I made $50 doing that, you know? I have a cool outcome, and I have something to show the world from that experience. But it's not all, you know, what it seems to be, obviously. So social media is kind of a, a helpful tool, but it's also something that can be used to... Um, what's the opposite of encourage? unencouraged, decourage, be unencouraged. Um, because you see people doing X, Y, and Z, and you're like, man, I'll never do that. Or dang, it probably took them 20 years to do that. And then it hinders your ability to start, or mentally it makes you feel like you're inadequate, and so you don't start. And that's kind of the theme of this whole thing is, man, like I think that there are a ton of inspirational people out there in the world, and I, I watch and follow a ton of them. And recently I've been discovering that the people in my current real life circle are some of the most inspirational people that I could have ever met. Like, for instance, pastor of my church, he made a promise to his wife years ago when they had kids that he will always knock his workouts out before the kids are awake. So that way the full day is dedicated to kids, wife, work, you know. And so 
he's not spending two hours in the evening lifting weights or running or whatever. He's at home being intentional with his family or with his work. And that's huge because I think about if I apply that to my life, then it would be one less stress to worry about, right? Like I'm not worried about, oh crap, I got to get this done quickly so that I can work out quickly so that I could do this or that. You know, I'm not forming my whole schedule around it if I'm just getting it out of the way early. And that's super admirable to me because as a man who would eventually like to have kids, that's something that I can aspire to do and, and start doing now so that I'm prepared for the future. But I think that the having so many people around that are motivational or inspirational people, like, you know, maybe they're religious figures or maybe they're Instagram influencers or social media influencers or maybe they're like historical heroes that you might have, quote unquote. And, you know, it's it's really easy to get caught up in the consumption. And when you really break it down, these people, they're creating content to motivate you. And it's not like they're motivating you. Of course, everybody wants views and view time and all that stuff. But like, they're not doing it so that you sit at home and you're like, golly, let me binge watch all their YouTube videos. And I stay in the same position and I don't grow or evolve from this content. I'm pretty sure the point of their content is to motivate you to go out and do that on your own. And it works a lot of the time, but a lot of it, a lot of the time it doesn't. And I find for myself, I make the excuse of watching, learning, consuming. Oh, I'm learning this. I'm learning that. Oh, that's how you do that. That's how you light a camera. You know, that's how you make depth appear. And then I'm not putting the, the, the things that I just learned into a practical use into practice. So that's been something that's been eating at my mind recently because there's a lot of consumption and there's hardly little production. I'm not being productive with it. I'm not putting it into use or being creative. And that's, a th I think that's kind of what social media, you know, podcasts, um, whatever you want to call it. I think that's kind of what it does. It like puts you in this lull state, you know, and you got to think like you're, Think of it in terms of a muscle, right? You'll get muscle memory um, by doing and not by watching. You don't get muscle memory by just sitting and watching a TV. Like if you're lifting weights, you're going to get stronger by the repetitions. The more repetitions you do, eventually the more and more weight you can do. And so when you're caught up watching and consuming all the time, you're not getting any of the reps in. And so you're not, you're not even getting better really because the best way to learn is to Watch and then apply, watch, apply, watch, apply. And if you're just watching and you're never applying, then when the situation comes where you need to apply it, you're not going to really know how to do it. You're just going to think you do. And um, a lot of the times these mul mul motivational speakers or motivational people on Instagram or whatever, they, um, they have the same challenges we do. Everybody has the same challenges. I, I believe that everybody has similar challenges where it's probably hard to get out of bed at 4.30 that day and run 10 miles or get up and film a YouTube video or get up and film a short film or take photos of something that you haven't taken photos of or be creative in any capacity. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's interesting. And so my goal is to set time aside 
first prioritize my wife, you know, my family, and then prioritize like, how can I get out of this space and go be creative so that I don't get stuck in the lulls when life is throwing me a bunch of stuff. You have to carve out that time for yourself. This, that book I referenced earlier in the podcast, um, there's a quote in there that says, Kerry Newhoff, the author, he says, whenever you say, I don't have the time, it's always an excuse. And you need to start telling yourself, I didn't make the time because that's true. Everybody has the time. You can, you have the time to do whatever. You just have to make it. You know what I mean? That's very poor description of what he said. Sorry, Carrie. You're definitely not watching this, but anyways, I think, um, I saw this thing the other day. Oh, I got invited to a party on Facebook for a friend, Mario Morales. He, he hosts his podcast and, uh, I'll actually link it down below. It's really good. And what they do is they go through leadership type books or books in general, mostly leadership type books, and they'll walk through the book together and they'll talk about the points that they thought stuck out to them, how you can apply this. And uh, um, it's it's really cool. Mario's a great guy, and they're just about to hit their 100th episode. That's what the party's about. And I remember having this guy on my podcast, and I was like, at this point, we were almost even. Like, I think we had similar amount of podcasts that we had done and released. And I want to say it was in the 30s. I want to say maybe 40s. No, I'm not even, I don't know where I'm at. But he was in the 30s or 40s, I believe. And then over that time, it seems that he got more consistent. He went deeper in and he just focused his efforts on this podcast and on his business that had to do with the podcast. And I'm like, now he's in 100 episodes. I'm still like less than 50, I think. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like we had a great conversation. Things were going so well for both of our podcasts. And then I stopped. Like I allowed myself to, I allowed myself the excuse. I didn't make the time. And I said, you know, I'm not going to do it this week because I have this to do. I'll continue next week, you know. And I knew like at the very beginning when I started making this thing, I knew if I missed one week because of an excuse, I knew that would snowball. Just like the opposite is if I didn't miss a week, that would continue to snowball as well. And so I went like 30 episodes without missing one a week, maybe one because of vacation or like I couldn't physically release it, but I released it like on the weekend or whatever. And Mario's at a hundred episodes now, which shout out to you, Mario. That's huge because it shows you can do something a hundred times in a row without breaking it or getting distracted. And I guarantee you the difference in episode number one and episode 100 is incredibly drastic. You probably wouldn't even recognize yourself if you were sitting across from the first person as if you were interviewing yourself. If Mario from episode 100 was interviewing Mario from episode one, he'd be like, dude, you're not good. You're trash. And then the same 100 episodes from then, 100 episode Mario is going to be garbage. 200 episode Mario is going to be way better. And that's just what consistency does. It compounds and it makes you grow. It makes you grow. It forces you to grow. And so, man, that's cool. I really appreciate that. And it's another source of inspiration that I can take in, like, 
in my life, not just with podcast episodes, but with fitness in general and spending time with my wife, with work, with my faith, you know, like if you set these principles and then you never stagger from the boundaries that you've set, that consistency will compound and you'll turn into a machine, which is what I want to be. I want to be a machine. I want to produce content for myself and others. Be faithful to my faith and my wife. Obviously, I'm going to be faithful, but I mean like showing up, being intentional, setting these times and getting to the places I say I'm going to be when I say I'm going to be there. A lot of it's like a self-respect thing too. But this has been another episode of the AV Club podcast. That's all I got. I don't even know if that made sense halfway through it. It's coming straight from the heart and from my notes, but the notes came from my heart. I like this setup. This is cool, and uh, hopefully we'll have some more episodes coming out. Well, we will. How about that? We will. And thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe. Go to my YouTube channel, like and subscribe there. The podcast currently lives on there. I'm not sure if it will forever because I want to start a channel where I have motivation and I teach things that have to do with my field, photo, video. And then, of course, there'll be a couple of vlogs in there. And cool stuff is on the way. I just got to make the time. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in the next video.